You are now listening to Borderless Workplace, brought to you by Slassify. A conversation surrounding remote working, global workforce, and the future trends of working from anywhere. Slassify is a global payroll provider and employer record that help businesses take care of their employment compliance needs, anywhere on earth. With your host for this episode, Agnes Mudiara, a global marketing specialist from Slassify. We will delve into the topic of employment compliance and remote working with our special guest speakers, Austin Tinowin, Head of Partnership, Izari Zachary, Head of Growth, and Jasmine Ho, Head of Vendor Management. Welcome to the first episode of Borderless Workplace. I'm so excited to bring you some of the senior colleagues who are the driving success of Slassify. They will be sharing all about employment compliance and how you and your business can benefit from tapping the global workforce remotely. Hey guys, hi everyone. It's great to see you again. Uh, thank you for taking your time to talk with me today. Um, unlike me, I think most of our listeners are uh, now listening to you guys for the first time. So I wonder if you could give me uh, a brief introduction of yourself and what you're currently doing at Slassify. Maybe we can start with uh, Austin. Hi, hi, Agnes. Thank you so much uh, for the quick uh, introduction. Uh, my name is Austin, currently the head of partnerships here at Slassify. Uh, one of my roles uh, within the business itself is to generate partnerships that create within the ecosystem of our service and our business. And hopefully, uh, I will be able to explain a little bit more about, about my role in the company uh, throughout this podcast today. Thank you. And next, um, let's hear about Zach. Hi, everybody. Hi, Agnes. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm, the, uh, I'm Zach, so I'm the Growth Director of Slassify. And uh, I'm overall in charge of the business development department, uh, the marketing department and the vendor relations department. Uh, So a couple of things about my job scope is um, I'm here to define the company's internal and external growth plan uh, to coordinate and execute the growth programs and to optimize the revenue funnel. Great. Uh, What about Jasmine? Hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine. I am the vendor management lead at Slassify. I am in charge of sourcing service providers, building um, partnerships with our vendors, maintaining relationships, um, and also supporting Slassify's global expansion plan by registering new entities in different countries around the world. Wow, it seems like you guys are uh, part of Slassify. So what about if we get to know more about the company a little bit better? Uh, maybe Zach can help us to understand uh, what is Slassify and what uh, are the services or products that Slassify is offering. Okay, uh, so as a one-liner, I suppose, um, so basically what we do um, is we empower companies to grow their team remotely uh, and by extension, enable them to grow their market share uh, through our proxy hiring business model or co-employment business model. So a couple of our services would include um, hiring of independent contractors uh, remotely and globally um, and hiring of full-time employees uh, globally as well and remotely. Um, That would mean that the entire payroll processing, uh, the administration of contracts and the administration of payments and registrations of payments for social contributions is all taken care of on our side. We do have a platform that is robust with um, multiple modules uh, so that 
HR personnel would be able and employees also be able to um, do certain things like um, clock in and clock out for work at the LPR time and attendance module, um, file in for certain expenses like reimbursements as well, subject to approval, applying for leave and getting the leave approved by the HR or the manager in charge as well. So a couple of things uh, in a nutshell, this the platform and our services enable companies to grow uh, remotely and grow their team remotely and grow their market share um, through uh, through using our services and our platform. Interesting. And I can imagine that payroll and employment compliance uh, are some of the trickiest matter to manage while running a business. Uh, could you please elaborate more on why this is important and how uh, Slasify can support businesses to expand internationally through its service and product? Okay, so basic compliance, every hire would be subject to the local labor laws of the country. Um, so all, whether it be hiring contractors, um, there might be, even though contractors, regulations are pretty lax when it comes to contractors for most countries, we do have to observe a form of compliance. Um, and at the same time, and especially when hiring full-time employees, there'll be um, these employees will be subject to local labor regulations of those countries. So, for example, in Singapore, um, hiring full-time employees would um, dictate that the employee will need to contribute both for the employees and for the on the employees part as well. What we call CPF um, or the Central Provident Fund. For example, in Malaysia as well, there's a equivalent of the CPF, which is called the MPF. Um, there's also leave entitlements uh, for leave privileges and entitlements that uh, employees need to observe as well to make sure that they're not shortchanging the employees and following the laws and regulations of those countries. I believe Austin will be able to add on more as uh, the operational, as the former head of operations when it comes to the operational aspect and the compliance part of it, Austin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, going back to that question, a lot of, of uh, companies at this point of time, uh, some of the, the pain points that they have is um, how do I expand my team you know, globally with regards to being compliant with the local laws? So previously, what tends to happen is that uh, a lot of these companies would hire independent contractors and the independent contractors would get uh, somehow scammed out of their money, scammed out of the taxes that they're supposed to pay, and things like that. Uh, Slasify, we solved that issue uh, by by providing a legal avenue for these employees to be hired by the companies. And obviously, the, the, the business model is uh, more towards taking over the risks of the clients. So now, why why is that such an important aspect you know, to, to the clients is because um, just just put yourself as an employee. If a foreign company hires you and you don't get any of the benefits, you know that a, a locally hired employee gets. Obviously, that would cause some concern regarding, you know, your your what happens then if I end up in the hospital? Do I get covered by medical insurance? Because independent contractors back then they don't, you know. So so now we are we are in that position where we can offer this to the employees, and this is one of the the factors on why clients would want to use Slasify. So Slasify uh, is, is very well versed in all of these compliant matters, uh, especially in countries where they are not uh, located in, the clients they are not located in. So an example of this would be, hey, a client comes to me and asks me, hey, Austin, okay, I need to hire someone in Taiwan. 
what are the the compliance uh, matters that I need to take over with. So obviously, I will tell them, hey, you need to get an employment contract that is legal within the country. You need to enroll this person in the national health health insurance uh, scheme, and so on and so forth. So a lot of these clients, uh, typically when they go to Slasify, they, they have a very simple issue. How do I hire my employee in that country so that they are happy to, to work for me? So, you know, to cut it short, um, this is what Slasify does. We provide compliance. We provide a security to the employee that they will not be uh, uh, treated, you know, treated wrongly by their employer. So I hope that answers the question, you know, that you asked. Sorry, i touch on as well um, what Austin mentioned, right? There's a component of risk mitigation as well, where we provide to um, our clients or the employers um, by proxy. So through our core employment business model, we become, or our partners become the legal employer of these employees. Therefore, the employer risk is offloaded from the end client to us or our partners, right? So um, that eliminates the risk almost entirely for employers to be able to, and the, the burden of compliance and the burden of any possible risk or lawsuits will be on our shoulders. So that is one of the best things about engaging uh, our services. I'd, I'd like to add on to that as well. Uh, with regards to, you know, to some of the, the, the feedback that I've gotten from some of the clients is that Slasify, you know, in very simple terms, we save the client time. Essentially, that's what we do as well, because we act as the HR department for the client. You know, so all of this uh, administrative works like uh, sourcing, uh, um, sourcing the employment contract. That's what we, we already have that in-house and we are able to provide that on the spot to the employee. Number two, we are also able to, to send out salaries at a timely manner basically your payroll and all of that, which saves a lot of time on the client's end. So all they have to do is run operations as usual. And at the end of the month or beginning of the, the month, uh, their employees get paid. And all we have to do is tell them, hey, this is what uh, your employees are getting paid this month. Uh, please just approve and then we will move forward. So it saves them a lot of time. Um, I think uh, from, the, from the past uh, feedback that we've received, we've saved uh, clients up to 75 man hours you know per month you know, with regards to um, filing the payroll and then paying out the employees so this is also a benefit of using slasfy where you can focus on the important matters of your business while giving the administrative work over to us amazing sounds like slasfy is the solution for um employer and employee happiness um so um Jasmine, would you mind to um, share a little bit more about the company's mission and values as we know that Slasify is a remote-first company with a team from all over the world. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, that Slasify is providing an employer and employee happiness. So how is this that work within the organization itself in terms of the company's visions and value? Yeah, for sure, Agnes. Um, I think what we're doing here at Slasify is really bigger than just one company, one industry, or certain services that we're providing. I like to believe that we're building a future here, a remote working future that is enabled by the services that Slasify provides, such as global payroll and employer of record. And on a company and organization level, it is so inf impactful in the sense that remote working is actually redefining 
the when, the where, how, by whom, how fast, how efficient the work is being done and being communicated. And there are also way more flexibility and individuality that come with remote working. And to navigate the kind of flexibility or freedom, um, employers are also looking at redesigning and redefining what it means to manage a team or um, to allocate resources to care for the well-being and needs of our employees and also to redefine roles, responsibilities within the structure of the organization. This is what I find so fascinating about um, remote working culture. It's basically, you know, challenging the status quo of how we do things, removing like certain um, restrictions or requirements that we don't really think anymore why we do them you know why do we have to physically be there in the meeting like is it really more efficient you know so when the pandemic hit it was very unfortunate but it also provided companies and organizations around the world an opportunity to rethink how work can be done it is honestly just such a creative and innovative process to and honestly so fortunate to witness our generation kind of to build this new culture and norm of hiring of working of managing you know it's it's just i it's fascinating also on a global level and a more you know personally what i'm about to say um i'm a humanities student so what i'm about to say is like personally what i find the most valuable aspect to my job and also the reason i do what i do so remote working remote hiring in its essence it facilitates diversity equity and inclusion dei this is very much talked about these days but i remember so clearly this one podcast recording session with our ceo carlos this is before he even knew about you know dei and the whole like concepts so in the podcast, Carlos was already sharing um, Slasify's culture and um, our values. So he was saying that we accept people from all walks of life. We have people from so many different backgrounds, different nationalities, working from different time zones. We speak different languages, um, different genders, different ages. I mean, we have um, 20-year-olds up to like 40, 50-year-olds. Also, we have people with different physical capabilities and marital status, family status. For example, we have this um, co-worker at Slasify. She's a single mom and she gets to work from home and take care of her kids while working because of remote working. So she's not forced to choose between, you know, her career and her family. So... The remote hiring solutions that Slasify provides is really enabling hiring across and beyond borders, visa restrictions, and international politics, even. It is a future of equal opportunities, irregardless of your race, age, nationality, physical capabilities, financial capabilities. You know, some people, they can afford to relocate to a certain country and um, look for jobs there, you know, stay there for a month, look for a job. Some people can't afford that, you know, and some people, you know, 
a lot of people try to study at a foreign university with the goal of eventually being able to you know transfer their student visa into a work visa because to be honest like a lot of different companies in in the world they claim to be hiring from a diverse pool of talents but their definition of diversity is relatively narrow you know it's lazy diversity if i could say that it's convenient diversity they only choose from people who are already in the country or already have that eligibility the work permit to work for those companies you know for example in the states or certain um european countries but what we're making possible here at sasify is really diversity hiring not only within our own company but on a global scale helping our clients so in essence what we're really doing here aside from assisting and facilitating our clients business goals and growth we're really bridging gaps of disparity in in opportunities and access and resources and also social inequality so that is the reason why we are so committed to expanding our service globally to offer more people both employees and employers to have access to their ideal talents or ideal jobs even when it's halfway across the world yeah um that sounds like a classify um it's also providing more um opportunity for employer to tapping into global talents that they maybe couldn't do that before this and so yeah I think that's um, such a great um, company's mission and values from Sasafi. And uh, moving on, um, I'd like to know more about the um, company's strategy, growth strategy from you guys. Maybe we can start from Austin. And I believe you're one of the the member who has the most tenure in Sasafi for almost five years now. And uh, recently, you've been appointed as the growth, uh, the head of the growth strategy. So. I would like to know. Could you please share more about how has the company's growth strategy um, evolved since it's first founded? Sure, sure, Agnes. Um, actually, uh, I just I just like to to run you back uh, a little bit of of a few years back when I first joined the company. It was only uh, three of us within the business itself, and believe it or not, uh, Slashify started as a a web uh, job posting platform. Uh, the company essentially wanted to to uh, monetize companies po- posting up jobs on our website, and we transitioned from that uh, over to our business model, which is uh, EOR services and global payroll services. So throughout the years, uh, the the growth of the company has been uh, immense. I would say uh, in the in the span of over. Uh, almost five years, we became from three people up to almost fifty today, and we have uh, employees uh, all around the world. Uh, like myself, I'm currently here in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Uh, Zach is in Bali, Indonesia. Jasmine, uh, she's based in Dubai, but I believe she's currently in in Taiwan today. So um, the company itself, we have always put the remote culture first, and that's what. Uh, started the growth of the business itself. Um, like I mentioned previously, we started as a job posting platform, and then we moved towards the uh, EOR and, and global payroll space. And we saw the growth of the business come, believe it, believe it or not, uh, in the, the highest spike of our growth came in 2020. 
And if you know, 2020 is the year of the great pandemic. And one of the reasons why it happened was uh, people were forced to go uh, work at home. And we thought, uh, you know, I'm just speaking honestly, we thought the company would go under because of the, the lack of, of uh, uh, opportunity that, that will happen, especially with, with companies closing down and things like that. However, I was gravely mistaken. And the, the growth of the business actually started at 2020. We saw a very, very big growth. Um, you're looking at three times the revenue we made the previous year. And this was all entailed because people knew remote working was possible. People knew it was working. People knew that production will not drop. And that's why uh, we had a lot of, of clients come in to us and say, hey, we want to use Slashify and we want to build our remote teams uh, all around the world. So I remember uh, our our very first uh, big client. You know, So unfortunately, we I'm not able to share the name, but they are listed as a Fortune 500 company. And they came to us, you know, uh, asking us for a team in China. So this is an American company with a team in China. And they started off testing the waters with about 30 employees. And within one or two months, that blew up to 150 employees. So this, this is a sign that our product is working and our product is capable of bringing in revenue. So why not we go all in? So I spoke to the CEO. Uh, Carlos and he mentioned, "Yeah, let's do it." And, and that's where we started, you know, driving into that EOR space. And uh, because of this success that we had in 2020, we were able to open many, many more uh, locations or offices of Slashfy. Uh, when I joined in uh, back in 2019, it was only Singapore and Taiwan. Uh, today, 2023. We have seven established entities around the world with three more looking to open within this year itself. So as you can see, the growth of the company has been exponential, uh, driven by an unfortunate event, which is the COVID pandemic. But because of this COVID pandemic and the, the use of, of you know, companies going, going, uh, working from home or going remote, that gave us a catalyst you know, to, to say, hey, um, this company can do it, why can't you? So we have proven that and we have proven to our clients as well that we are able to manage their teams overseas without any hiccups. We are able to prove that we are compliant with the, the local labor laws of the country and that's why we are able to build trust between ourselves and our clients. Uh, I'd just like to share a, a bit of a story as well. Uh, most of the clients you know, that, that joined us at the start, they told me that you know, uh, Austin, we are taking a risk, you know, uh, working with Slashify, but uh, I'm pretty sure you guys will do a good job. And until today, those clients who have been with us for the past four or five years are still with us. And these clients have been, uh, we have seen the growth of this client. Uh, actually, one of these clients actually went public, you know, in, the, in 2021, you know, while, we're, while we are working with them. So it has been such an amazing growth uh, for the company itself. And uh, because of all these clients that we have, uh, most of the time, you know, within the business to business space, uh, a lot of, of word floats around the air, right? So, hey, you know, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, one of the companies my company is working with, you know, so why don't you try Slashify? Because they work with our team and we've seen the quality of work 
improve and the quality of management improve as well. So that's we also, we usually get referrals from our clients as well, and most of the time it is also a, a thing that we want to offer to our clients. You know, uh, we give them a great service, and at the end of the day, if they wish to to recommend us to some of their uh, partners or their their colleagues, why not? So we are we are open to that, and we do still keep relationships with some of our clients that have left us uh, due to the 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 unstable economy unfortunately some of these companies have shut down but at the same time when they start a new company the first thing that they do is hey austin i need a team overseas i need your help so this is the relationship that we've built with our clients so a lot of this uh, uh, processes within the hr tech space has always been within um, you know understanding the client building a relationship with the client and obviously you know providing a great service to the client. So to answer your question, your growth has been uh, exponential. And now with my new role at the business itself, uh, I've been tasked to increase the market share that we have. And, you know, truth be told, uh, if you look at past studies by uh, universities, they predict that 25% of all professional jobs in the United States will be remote by the end of 2025. So that gives us a very, very big opportunity, especially in the West, where we are able to secure uh, probably a, a, a big sector of the market share if we play our cards right. And hopefully we are able to do that um, this year with the help of my wonderful team, uh, Zach as well, who is in charge of sales. And with, with the strategy that we are building internally, hopefully we are able to, you know, uh, reach all these new markets that we have been targeting for the past few years. You know, so I hope you know that that uh, that answers your question. The growth of the business has a very very bright outlook for 2023, and when we reach that point where, hey, you know, uh, I'm going to the office, but my office is in my room. So that is something that we want to see with all the the companies that are involved with us. You know, and hopefully. Um, Throughout this year, we are able to to get more of those uh, uh, clients who come into us and say, Austin, I need your help. Uh, I want to solve this issue. And we want to be that company that provides them a one-stop solution for all of their uh, remote hiring needs. So that's... Wow. That's such an impressive achievement and milestone for the past few years for Slassify. And also, I learned that uh, most of our clients are actually coming from referral which um, that by itself should speak uh, the volume of the quality that uh, Slassify is offering. So that's a wonderful news to share. Um, and I'm interesting to hear next from Jasmine about like your role in the company. Cause uh, I remember the first time you joined the company, um, the role as a head of vendor management didn't exist back then. And as the company grows, so does your um, role grows like evolve to become uh, the head of vendor management. So could you please tell us more about your role and how has your role um, contributed to the overall growth and success of the company? Yeah, um, of course. So I joined Slassify in 2021, I think, as, yeah, 2021 as an operations intern. And then I turned part-time um, as an operations executive and now working full-time as the head of vendor management. So I think it says a lot, like vendor management as a department actually didn't exist um, before 
I before yeah like until like probably two months ago so I think that says something about how um our business is growing in different ways um as Austin mentioned Slasify is really aiming to be this one-stop shop that could provide our clients solutions to all things related to remote hiring so that's that just doesn't include only include you know global payroll or employer of record which is our specialties sometimes the clients also require services for you know immigration recruitment background checks so it is my job to source vendors service providers um that obviously have to align with Sassify's company vision and worth ethics ethics to provide that additional service or value to our clients um so basically we do all the all the sourcing all the vetting and sometimes that additional value or service we are able to provide to the client is like the key factor of them deciding to work with Slasify and trust us knowing that Slasify would always go that extra mile um, for our clients also another part of my job is really you know as Zach mentioned before there's risks um, involved especially when we're acting as the employer of record for our clients and kind of bearing the risk for them so I also play a role in our company's risk management strategy. So I work really closely with our vendors um, and I assess their financial stability. I review their security protocols, data protection policy, and also um, to the most important part really to ensure compliance um, with the local laws and regulations. Also, as Austin mentioned before, we're trying to like all our ultimate ultimate goal is to try to build a ecosystem within the industry. And so it's really important for me to um, maintain that relationship with our vendors um, and building our reputation as the leading company um, within the industry so that this ecosystem we're trying to build will really facilitate the sharing of knowledge of um, services and opportunities within the circle, the e ecosystem. So it's really my goal to, you know, source out all these vendors who eventually become our partners and play a role in our ecosystem of providing better, better quality um, and better flow of service and information um, for our clients and we're all working towards building this remote future that we believe in and for the last part of um, what I do is to execute Slasify's global expansion plan so I am in charge of registering new Slasify entities um, in different countries so we can expand our service location um, and operate directly from our Slasify entities in more and more countries for our clients. Yeah, that sounds interesting. And I just want to say that I love that you love your work and you put it out there. So that really um, <laughs> an inspiring um, um, piece from you. And um, 
for Zach, uh, so as a former head of BD and currently the head of growth at Slassify, um, is there any challenges uh, that you'd like to discuss uh, that the company is currently facing while expanding its operation globally and how have you worked to overcome them? Um, sure. Look, I like to also start off saying that I love my job. <laughs> so generally, I don't think we need to be that formal as well. Um, Austin and and uh, Jasmine can always chime in uh, whenever they think they have a point to add on. Um, but I'll start off with, um, to your question, right? I'll start off with what uh, what sort of is our also that plays a part to our mission as well. So one of the things that we want to be is to be the leading SaaS uh, HR outsourcing all-in-one platform company in in Asia within the next three to five years. So um, in tandem to our one, that part of our mission would be the need to increase our market share and our market capitalization globally, uh, especially within this region of Asia. So with regards to your question um when if you ask me what kind of um any challenges that we've faced um, when it comes to our, um, expanding our operations globally so number one is fairly clear that our platform and our service um serves as a great utility for people uh, in general so both employers and employees so um, and it's also great that um, us and companies like us are making it known to the general masses of our existence. So utility and exposure is not really our main challenge um, in our great list of priorities. So the greatest challenge and hurdle for us is always and has always been, will continue to be increasing our market share and market cap within Asia and even Asia Pacific. So that challenge has always been and will always be internal. So how do we come these internal challenges? So first and foremost, um, when we break it down systematically, first and foremost, um, we need to implement a robust structure of roles that enforces accountability with clear segregation of function and duties. And it's critical in any organization, um, if not more so in a remote work environment. Secondly, is the implementation of a sound and robust systems and infrastructure for things like information information management and the monitoring of performance and key metrics of individuals within the company. So it's imperative that this infrastructure is mostly automated, simple, and enables the company to scale. So this second part cannot be overlooked. And the third one is a clear and defined goal and work processes. The approach is to keep the goals and work processes as simple and clear and concise as possibly as, as you can possibly have it. So this enables the scalability of the company internally. So with simple goals and simple work processes, as you get more people in, uh, it makes for easy adaptability for other new members to join in. So have I really overcome them? Uh, not really. Uh, it's a continuous process with um, it's it's always a it's always a continuous process uh, and with constant review recalibration and revisions so what we can all strive for is improvement and not perfection so my philosophy will always be to plan execute review and recalibrate always review with sound data both external and internal 
because the company needs to be run on sound data. And the key is rapid speed of implementation or execution. So don't overthink, don't overanalyze, execute, make mistakes and learn as you go. So that is the whole spectrum of what you ask for in terms of the challenges. Our challenges have always been internal and and I will always remain to be internal. So we'll always look into improving our internal structure, systems and pro work processes and goals so that we can basically execute what we need to execute, which is our increase in, and growth in market share and market cap. All right. Thank you, Zach. And thanks, everyone. It was very insightful um, uh, perspective from your uh, role within Slasify and how uh, your role contributes to the success of the company. Um, speaking of the future plan, as now the world has started to open the borders and um, Slasify as a 100% remote company, uh, do you think it will change in the future? And how does the company's culture and working environment contribute to its success? Yeah, I'll, I'll take this, uh, this question. I think um, yeah, uh, definitely. The question is, is, is will remote work uh, be here to stay? Definitely. Um, that is a very sound yes, uh, because that, you see, if, if you've already been stuck at home uh, for the past two to three years working and, and nothing went wrong, obviously employees would want to stay home. And they, one of the key reasons why they want to stay home is one, you know, less, less time spent on the road, going to the office, you know, number two, they are able to, to work in a comfortable environment. And number three, it also saves uh, companies money by, you know, reducing the, the space needed to rent an office. You know, so if, if we are looking at, at the, the trend currently, you look at any, you know, any big Fortune 500 company that, that is listed on Forbes, um, they always have uh, openings for remote work. And one of the reasons why this is a case is because, like I've mentioned previously, uh, the corona pandemic has proven to all of the working world that remote work is possible. At this point of time, uh, uh, pre before the pandemic, it was such a traditional mindset. You know, if, if you go to an office and I don't see you there, that means you're not performing. Um, corona blew that, that, that whole notion out of the water. It proved that even when the employee is not in the office and they're working at home or any part, any you know, place where they want to work, their performance will always increase or their performance will maintain. This is uh, 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 always in, in terms of a business uh, point of view, something that, you know, hey, okay, so he works outside you know, at home, but his performance is increasing. So, so why not we, we go fully remote? You know, so that, that's the, the thinking of, of a business, right? Uh, a business will always want to know if one, the business is performing well and the way a business is performing well is if your employees are performing well. So now it comes to, to that point where is it beneficial for me to get someone into the office? So that's, that's the question we, you know, uh, companies uh, pose to themselves. And at this point of time, uh, we do see a trend of uh, companies slowly removing in-house employees, sorry, uh, in-office employees, and then allowing remote work to happen. So if 100% if fully remote does not work within a business itself, they can implement something called a hybrid uh, model where employees come into the office probably two or three times a week. 
and then the rest of the days uh, they work uh, from anywhere they want to work. So this was something that the uh, we've noticed, you know, with regards to the opening up of borders as well, where clients will come into us and say, "Hey, okay, uh, I want to hire, I want to get this guy in, but he's working hybrid. Is there a um, is does this uh, this you know does Slashify apply to that? Of course." Slashify applies if you work remotely or you work in a co-working space or you work in an office. So one of the, the services that we also have is uh, human resource outsourcing. That means they will hire Slashify as their HR uh, department, uh, quote unquote, and then we will be able to handle all their payroll, their contracts and things like that. So. Uh, like I've mentioned, you know, our, our services, uh, we want to be an all-in-one provider. And with regards to the, to the trend of remote work, um, studies have shown that every year, you know, after the pandemic, companies have been increasing the percentage of employees who are allowed to work from home. And with regards to how we want to push to that, is that obviously Slashify needs to be able to show to our clients that we are the best value. You know, we don't want to say, oh, we're cheap or, or we're expensive, but you know, at the end of the day, we provide convenience to our clients. We provide the, the security to our clients that their employees will be taken care of. So this is something that, that we are able to, to achieve and something we are able to predict as well. Since uh, in 2022, uh, the trend of of companies going remote has been higher than ever before. There are startups, you know, in which the employees have not even physically met each other. There are, you know, big companies, you know, that that are are asking their their engineering team to work from home or asking the salespeople to work from home. This is a trend that we are seeing, and this is a trend that I expect that in twenty twenty three will will definitely increase. You know, we've, we've seen uh, graphic designers as well. We've seen a lot of those working in, in jobs that don't require specific equipment being able to move or being able to work remotely in any place around the world. So this is something that, that we want to, to implement as well or we want to, to uh, grab that chance, right? And we also see companies, uh, sorry, countries uh, opening up their borders to to digital nomad specific visas. So these are countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, where you as a digital nomad can apply for a visa to stay within the country for six, six months to one year, and then you are able to work. So this is a trend that started, you know, just because of COVID. And this is, even without COVID, I don't think that, that uh, this would happen because we were, you know, human nature, we were not forced to try something new, right? So because we were forced to, to do something or we were forced to do remote work and we have proven that remote work is a possibility or is something that is viable, it has become a new working model within the business world itself. So the growth of remote work is here to stay. And I do believe within the next three to five years, we will actually see companies having 80% of the workforce working remotely. Thank you so much, Austin. It's really relieving to hear that remote working is not going anywhere and it's uh, here to stay. Uh, 
I'd like to wrap up our podcast session with one more question. Um, what advice would you guys uh, give to uh, to other companies that are looking to expand internationally uh, through hiring global talents, if there is any, um, either from your perspective, um, uh, through your roles, or from the company lens in general? Right. Okay. So I'd say do it, uh, first and foremost. Uh, but keep in mind also that if you're looking to hire remote talent or even at some point have your own remote team, um, one of the things that you need to set up would be would be to select or determine the best communication and collaboration tools uh, to use, right? So this this will also and and the second thing that you need to develop would also be a a sound rhythm of business um, to basically say for example the the business development department um, will have to get together every five pm on Mondays, for example, right? To accommodate for the time difference, that's that's called a rhythm of business where the regular uh, regularity of of uh, department meetings or uh, of checks and balances as well. So, so those are a couple of key considerations to take uh, when before hiring remote talents. But the the best thing about being able to engage remote talents would be you're not limited to your. Um, to only the talents within your geography, right? So you can you can have access to equally adept, if not more adept talents um, in other regions of the world. Um, and at the same time, also, there's a possibility of you um, saving a lot of costs as well um, without compromising on output or productivity. So, for example, a talent in the United States uh, being a software engineer um, would cost more than a software engineer in India that are equally that can be equally adept, if not more, uh, than United States and China as well. So, it enables you. Uh, it it opens the doors uh, for the limitless and boundless um, talents that are available out out there. Um, but the the main the main challenge is figuring out and executing exactly how you plan to manage the time difference and all these talents that are available and with the language barriers with the culture barriers these are the things uh, or key considerations you need to take note so that would be my advice to companies that are looking to hire remote talents i'd like to add on to what uh, zach mentioned i think uh, another consideration of of you know companies when they do hire remote talents is one uh, they need to understand um, first and foremost, the key differences between uh, employment law where they are in versus where the employee is in. So just as a, an example of this, um, employment law within the, the European nations like Germany is very, very strict compared to com- uh, countries like those countries in Asia, like Malaysia, Singapore. Relatively, they are also strict, but in European countries, they are generally more strict. So uh, what do I mean by this? Uh, essentially, if I were to terminate an employee in, in, for example, Singapore, I would need a one month notice you know, to, to give to the employee. However, when it, came, when it comes to Germany, um, it probably take about three months notice. So companies should uh, be aware of that. And obviously, um, here at Slasify, we are we are able to consult companies on 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 uh, issues like this as well to ensure that they are uh, 
you know, they are compliant with the the labor regulations of of the country. At the, you know, and I think the the next uh, important aspect of you know uh, companies hiring remote teams is number is obviously to be transparent. Um, working in a remote team, uh, especially if this is your first time working in a remote team, it can be uh, very lonely. You know, so uh, what we tend to advise our clients is that okay, hey, um, the transition of your employee from working in an office to working remotely needs to to be gradual. You know, we usually advise clients to say, hey, you know, why don't uh, we talk to talk to your talk to your employee every day? You know, ask them how they're going about, and this comes with building the trust. You know, so uh, one of the key considerations for companies is to be transparent and to build the trust between themselves and the remote employees. Because let's face it, you haven't met your employee. You know, so it's it's very difficult to 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 build that level of trust. And a lot of um, the the roles that that this will encompass is you know making sure that they are they are able to give you feedback the employees are able to give you feedback in terms of maybe the meeting hours you know the workload and things like that and also this is also a, a i would say a fair warning to to companies or to companies who are looking to hire uh, remote teams is that there are a lot of companies that are non compliant out there so we they have to make sure that they're the company that they are engaging to do their EOR services or their independent contractor services needs to be compliant. So how would they know if the company is compliant or not? So in some countries, like in China, they require you, uh, they require the company to have a license, a hiring license. So this this is something that that is able to be seen if you ask the if you ask Lastify, we do have that as well. Uh, you can ask the client, you can ask the the company. Or the provider for the license for the hiring license so uh it, it's a lot of nuances between you know all this compliance issue but a small mistake can cost a lot of money especially in this employment space so that would be my advice uh ask questions to your your provider uh, make sure that you're comfortable with their their answers and request for proof that they are legit so uh but obviously you know slashify is legit and if they want to ask us questions, we are able to answer that. And we are also able to provide uh, the licenses that we have to them. So that's uh, my advice. Thank you so much, Zach and Austin, for the insight that you shared. Um, Jasmine, do you have anything to share regarding hiring remotely or hiring global remote talents? Yeah, actually, I have one. Um, it's about choosing the right um remote working platforms and tools for your organization because obviously when you go remote you don't have that physical space for you know meetings discussions information sharing anymore so it is really useful to find a platform to act as that um, virtual space for communication information sharing discussions etc and there are so many platforms and softwares out there like slack discord um, Reich, Asana, you know, to like track progresses of tasks. So it's, it's, so they are so useful. They have different functionalities and they could be really, really powerful tools in managing and tracking process and storing data and sharing information within their remote team. So there are certain things that you have to consider 
when you're choosing the right platform first obviously functionality if the platform actually provides what your business your organization needs and second how scalable is that platform so if you're expecting growth exponential growth in your business in the next few months years really think about the scalability and next point i think how easy how convenient it is um um for employees how user-friendly it is you know for employees to pick it up and also for admins to navigate because it's always better if the transition i mean there it's already a huge transition to go from you know in person to online remote working so maybe take that into consideration how easy it is to transi- transition into a new virtual working workflow and also new working space and there's also the security aspect to consider how and where the files and data are stored if you'll be needing encryption and are the sharing options secure and if there are different levels of access permissions um, um, for the settings. And I think the last one, for me also is the most important one, how the software you're choosing works with other apps and tools, how they can work together smoothly and be combined, integrated even to kind of minimize the downtime and disruption in communications. Because to be honest, these where these platforms and softwares they're amazing they're lifesavers sometimes like they make remote working so much easier but they can also be such a hassle and just such a waste of time to be like going back and forth between swiping you know swiping between the different platforms and getting like the same information from like different places it's confusing so really think about how all of the tools and platforms you're planning on using can work well together. Try to put in time to design that flow of information sharing along with all of the points um, I just mentioned. Yeah, so my advice is essentially, you know, choosing the right platform and really don't don't be stingy. Don't consider like this is a good investment for a remote team. You cannot go long go far on a whatsapp group group chat it's so confusing it's it takes forever to find something to find a file and then it's so easy to accidentally um miss um an information just because of how the conversation is going and also from an employee employee satisfaction and work experience perspective it's really better to not have that work channel in their personal, you know, personal instant messaging apps um, and to have that separate virtual professional space um, specifically for working. Sorry, I just wanted to uh, touch on also when it comes to the advice, right? One of the most important thing that I forgot to point out would be uh, the culture setting of um, a remote work environment. So it's important for... What, um, the founders or the key appointment holders of the company that they set out to do when they want to when they are setting out to build a fully remote team would be to to um, figure out what sort of um, culture that they want to build uh, 
and the work ethic that they want to build within the um, the company. Um, and for example, and 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 one of the cultures I think is most most important is to be extremely um, output driven or. Uh, so micromanaging will not work in a, in a remote environment. So one of the culture that needs to be would be everybody's performance driven and measured by certain key metrics on a regular basis. So that's my advice uh, for companies that are looking to have remote teams. Amazing. Uh, yeah. And that ends our podcast sessions for today. Uh, again, thank you so much, guys, for sparing some of your time to be in this recording. And that wraps up this episode brought to you by Borderless Workplace, sponsored by Slassify, a global payroll provider and employer of record that helps businesses take care of their employment compliance needs anywhere on earth. Catch all of our podcast episodes by subscribing on Spotify Podcast and our YouTube channel.